Welcome back to the Let's Call It Nothing podcast, where we discuss all things fangirl. I think this is going to be our third bonus episode because we just keep on like running out of time. Yeah, to do stuff. Yeah, this is also the morning after the last episode. Yes, yeah, so none of us are hungover. Actually, funny, funnily enough, the one that drank less is acting the most hungover, but is not hungover. She's I think just- I lied earlier when I said. I was feeling okay. <laughs> my head really hurt. Once you once you stood up is when it hit you. I stood up to go to the bathroom earlier and I was immediately like <laughs> on the wall because I was like, damn, I can't stand right now. <laughs> I was like, I have to pee. Yeah. I crawled to the toilet last time. <laughs> yeah. Um, 2P. <laughs> 2P. Reba hates me because if you don't know, we... Uh, Got really plastered on water. Lots of water (laughs) drops happened in this house, and so, uh, but Reba does not partake in the waters of our choice. So she doesn't put a lot of water in her water. No, she doesn't. Very diluted water. And so we, so she wasn't feeling it like we were, and she was ready to go to bed. And I was like, no, 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 let's still party. Let's still party until I passed Come out. Come on, Barbie. Let's yeah, you party. passed out in the middle of reading. I was the- like, like a quarter of the way to Soberland whenever you fall asleep. I was like, I'm awake. Like, no one else is. I always say that. Then I crawl up into my bed and I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm awake. I didn't even like. Here's what happened. So I went to my room in Caitlin's house. And so. <laughs> you have your own room? Because I have my own room. And uh, I like take my pants off one ankle and then the rest of the pants stay on the other ankle. And I'm You're like. You're doing hand motions on like an audio form. I do it every time. It's how I speak. But uh, we. So I like land on the air mattress still with my pants around one ankle and I immediately hit the pillow. I'm pretty sure with my face in the pillow because I woke up and was like, why is it hard to breathe? And I woke up and I was like, I'm cold. So I walk around the house looking for blankets that are along the floor and I go and get them. I pick them up. I take them to my room. I grab water because I'm like, you know what I need right now? Water. So I won't be hung over in the morning. And I grab a water. I drink a whole cup and I keep on going. And Reba is sitting, laying there like mad. I don't know if she actually acknowledged me or not, but she was angry about something. And I lay back down and I'm like, this isn't enough blankets. So I open the closet and there's a, there's a, blanket and i was like yes this is perfect there is it's a it's a like yeah it's a comforter i was like this is perfect and i like (laughs) lay it over me and then i didn't wake up for a very long time (laughs) i woke up with the sun because i don't have curtains (laughs) i was like hello world i'm telling you every time i drink a lot of water Mm -hmm. the next morning i'm like up wide awake at like 7 Mm a.m. However, usually I can't eat and Uh I can't move. (laughs) But I'm awake. My brain's like, hello world. And the rest of me is like, good night. Yeah. It was fun. That was this morning. Uh, Reba Reba has barely talked to us. Well, you were reading most of that time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 
Why don't we do that? Every time we drink, we wake up and read like your story out loud to each other. <laughs> we did that like the former times. Yeah. Too. I haven't, the last few times y'all have come over to record stuff, I haven't drank. Yeah. So like, I only let myself do this like once or twice a year. Yeah. At this point. I'm getting too old for this. Mm-hmm. 25 is hitting mm-hmm. real hard today. It's that quarter life crisis. Yeah. Coming in full swing. I lost the confidence in my youth. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote that line. Yeah. (laughs) Something like that where I was like, damn, this is so real. But anyway, we are back. We're going to discuss our book and movie adaptations that we wanted to mention. The good, the bad, the ugly, the other stuff. What we want to see. What we can remember. (laughs) What we can remember. I have a list. I didn't write down everything y'all said. Mm -hmm. Mainly the ones you can write down because you don't know how to spell them. No, I think y'all were just talking so much that yeah. my hand couldn't keep up. I could tell because my handwriting just gets real rough. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Do we want to talk about good ones first or bad ones first? Uh, I've got a list of good ones. Okay. So I'll go with good ones first. I want to put it out there. I haven't read a lot of books that have been adapted. <laughs> and the ones that I have, or not. Um, I don't remember no, the thing is, I feel like in the past, like, 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. like, book-to-movie adaptations got so big yeah. at one point. At least the books I was reading. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, where that thought was going. So, during, like, every book we started reading during middle school and eventually became a movie. Uh-huh. Like, I think I know what kind of popularized, like, the YA genre being adapted. Mm-hmm. I think we all know. We all know. Twilight. Yes. Yeah. Like, the success of Twilight made everyone be like, this can be real. These really cool books that these teenagers are reading, let's adapt it into a sexy movie. I have a problem with them making everything sexy, and I think I'll get into that with something. Yeah. It's not necessary all the time. No, That's it's not. be my point, but I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> no. Good ones, good ones. Yeah. I'm going to do a few classics first, because that's what I know. That's what I'm good at, you know, relating to. So the first one is The Haunting of Hill House, the book to the TV show. If you haven't watched the TV show, watch it. It's awesome. If you like scary stuff. And you could, it's not a true, like, true blue adaptation, I guess is like what I'm saying. Like, the story is enough different to where you could read the book and then watch the show and it would be good. I mean, it's not like just in title only, but... I like that. I think we were talking about fairy tale mm-hmm. um, last night and one of our other former bonus episodes. I think like our 2021 favorites, we were talking about like fairy tales and you know, the different retellings mm-hmm. and how it should be so close, so similar mm-hmm. or so like vastly different, but in a good way. And I feel the same about adaptations. I liked the way they did this. And also, I will say, for the ones that I'm like, oh, yeah, I really liked that. It's usually I watched it first and then read it. Yeah. So, like, The Haunting of Hill House, I watched it and then read it. But I knew going in, because I I'd started reading it earlier in life, because I was, like, on a really big kick for uh, Stephen King's Rose Red. And it was partially based off of The Haunting of Hill House. So, I I had the book in my possession. I just never gotten around to reading it. And um, it was really good. Both of them, I think both of them did really awesome with what they were trying to do. The Haunting of Hill House is like, the show is amazing. And uh, Victoria Perdetti is in it. And that was like her breakout role. Before you, yeah. That was her, that was her main thing was The Haunting of Hill House. And they went back and did... Uh, 
The Haunting of Bly Manor, which if you don't know, that's based off Henry James, The Turn of the Screw. But they take different, like each episode is based off of a different book or short story from Henry James. So after watching The Haunting of Bly Manor, I went back and read The Turn of the Screw and the romance of very old clothes and stuff because I really liked those stories in the show. But yeah, I think those are really good. Um, They're created by the same people. I want to say Flanagan, maybe? Or something like that is the creator. He did a really good way of tying in everything into the storyline and making it, you know, more modern and also, you know, giving it a different spin. And it's creepy as hell, but not in a like a, I can't watch this alone (laughs) by myself. So I liked it. My good adaptations, I mean... I go with like the basic, you know, like I feel like Harry Potter, mm-hmm. they did those pretty well. Those are really good. I, there are, I feel like, some controversial opinions, and there are some things that I feel like they could have done better with. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they should have made Ron so stupid. Yeah. He's not that stupid in the books. I think they should have done more with Jenny's character. There oh, are yeah. S- it's like she's like barely there, all of it. And then yeah, we get to the sixth she just, movie. She like, pops up and. Harry's into her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I'm like, like, what? There are some scenes in the books that I love, and I'm like, that should have been in the movie. That would have been yeah. great. And, you know, people talk about, like, their least favorite Harry Potter movie being, you know, whichever wasn't close mm-hmm. to the book. I'm like, and I haven't read the books in, like, ten years. Yeah. So I've watched the movies some more recently. Uh-huh. So I can't, like, differentiate what was what. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they were done well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't either. I don't remember the differences. It's been so long. And, like, the, um... The casting, I feel like, was done pretty well. Mm-hmm. People complained about Daniel Radcliffe not having green eyes, and I'm like, that's does it w- really matter? That's way too I specific. Have some qualms about eye color. People complaining about. Well, I mean, like in Game of like in Game of Thrones, the first book, Song of Ice and Fire. First off, they aged everybody up. Yes, which. I read 40 pages of the book, so mm-hmm. I know that. I know. <laughs> I know the whole. I read the whole thing, but it. It was a good thing they aged everybody up because it needed. I mean, there was still sex scenes in the yeah. in the book. In the book, Daenerys is supposed to have like purple eyes. I think. I think I knew that too, and I haven't and, read the book. And the actress could like was bothered by the contacts. Yeah, and that happens most of the time. You're wearing color contacts; it impairs your vision. It like mm-hmm. it hurts your eyes, and that was with Daniel Radcliffe. It like. Did not. Yeah, he was like allergic to it or something. He was also twelve years old. Like, yeah, like we think about Twilight, they had to wear contacts. Yeah. Their vision was surely impaired. Um, That's probably why Ro- Robert Pattinson looked the way he did because he was like, "My eyes are hurting yeah. me, so I'm going to look." Like- honestly, yeah, <laughs> of course. I don't um, know what Kristen's problem was. There um, is <laughs> one of my favorite books of the year, The Hating Game, has just been adapted into a movie, and so many people were upset about. The actress Lucy Hale's eye color because she has green, like hazily eyes, mm-hmm. and her character, also named Lucy, has like light blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's not important. But one of the big things is like the guy Josh, he paints his bedroom the same color as her eyes, and that's how like she knows that he's always loved her. So it's like Robin eggshell blue. Mm-hmm. I think the name of the color. And, like, everyone's like, it's not going to match, like, the whole thing of him painting his uh, bedroom the same color of, of her eyes, whatever. And I'm like... Then they changed the color of the bedroom. Yeah, and I'm like, that is such a cute part of the book, but they can do something else in the movie. Yeah. Like, they can... It's not a big deal. And even, like, actresses changing their hair color sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 
it doesn't really matter. Sometimes I think it does, and sometimes it's like, yeah, eh, it it's depends. fine. That's why I can understand, like, people getting mad over the eye color thing, but at the same time, like, it doesn't, it, like, if it's a big part of the the it, book or the series, I understand. The plot or the character, yeah. okay, uh-huh. but if they can find a way around that to still have the same impact, I haven't seen the hating yeah. movie, so I don't know yeah. what they do to kind of amend that. Calm down. It's okay. Calm down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harry Potter, and then my other one was the Hunger Games movies. I felt like we're done well. I thought so, too. I actually had that wrote down, was the Hunger Games was a very good adaptation. As someone, I read the books well before the movies came out. Mm -hmm. And even whenever people were casted, I was a little like, I'm not so sure. Jennifer Lawrence, I did not imagine as Katniss at all. And I still, whenever I read it, I don't picture her. Mm -hmm. And I don't picture, you know, like Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. As Gail, like, I don't. Mm-hmm. But I think it was done very well. I think um, people complained a lot about, like, Madge not being in them and, like, mm-hmm. giving her the Mockingjay pen. And I'm like, that's just adding an unnecessary character. Though. Yeah. As I much mean, as I enjoy Madge and, like, their friendship, she really doesn't do much besides mm-hmm. give her a pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Yeah, it's not that important. One that I think that was really well adapted I don't know why I can't word today, but um, The yes, Giver. We, we know why you can't word today. Yeah, y'all know why I can't word today. But <laughs> The Giver, I think, done a really good job on its adaptation. As someone that, I read the book first on The yeah. Giver. And I thought, like, I was like, man, because we all watched it together. We watched The Giver, me and Caitlin did together. Reba I, was in my heart because <laughs> she was there in, in my imagination. But we watched The Giver together and I was going in. I was like, I don't know, because, you know, book to movie adaptations never I don't think ever really go the way you want them to when you really love it well as a book you have like your imagination to work with Mm -hmm. it's not solidified it's ever changing it's very flexible yeah like with me, I don't specifically see like characters' faces when I read. Yeah, oh, no, I know. Like don't I don't either. see details when I read. Mm-hmm. So whenever it's put on a screen in front of me, I'm like, oh, yeah. But I thought they did really well on that one. They aged up the characters, which I really didn't mind too much because it was like the main character was like 12 or so in the books, and then he's like 18 or so, which I think are like good milestone ages. I think it. I think it was done well. You have to be, like, reasonable, mm-hmm. also make it believable. I feel like whenever you are adapting things. Yeah, you can't be too strict, but you also need to appease the fans. And I think they've done a good job on The Giver. I think... I have a couple, though. I don't remember the book. I just remember specifically the movie and or the TV show. One of them is A Discovery of Witches, which is from the All Souls trilogy. And I can't remember a ton of the first book. I just know, like, she spends a lot of time writing about more historical stuff because the main character has, like, a history background of, like, learning about that and, like, alchemy and stuff like that. So there's a lot of, like, science-y stuff and also history stuff in that. So there's a lot of time spent on that. But I think with the adaptation to the show, I think there was only, like, eight episodes. Yeah. It was still really good. Like, they cut down a lot of it to where it 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 was still good. Yeah. Yeah. And fit. So they picked the important parts that you, you didn't get mad that you didn't see something that you really wanted yeah <clears throat> twilight a blood type scene i mean where's the, that the only thing the that was meadow. A, the only thing that was a little different it has to do character wise with the main two characters is how what's the word i want to use to describe matthew um possessive um yeah. extra um there's some other words that i can't think of but Dickish, um, yeah a little bit like that he his character is 
a lot less like that in the show, which yeah. is good. Try to make him likable. Yeah, because yeah. in the in the book, you just like roll your eyes and you're like, seriously. Yeah. See, like we ranted for a whole while the other night about the ad- adaptation of uh, Boys Over Flowers and how they changed him from the comic to being an actual somewhat a redeemable character where in the in the comic he's not very redeemable at all another one i'm sorry do you have another one yeah there's one other that i wanted to mention i don't remember this much of this book either because it's been a while since i've read it but it's to all the boys i loved before i really like that movie i've never read the book Mm -mm, but i really like the first movie yeah i the ones were okay I like remember more what happens in the, the last book more than I do in the first two. So, and I haven't seen the other two movies mm-hmm. still because I was kind of like, oh. I don't know how I feel about these because I, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, I really like the first movie, so I thought that that was a really good one. Even though I'm pretty sure it's still a slightly different from what ha- things that happened in the book, like a little bit. I just really like the aesthetic of it. I also wanted to mention uh, books that I think, like movies and shows that I think did better in the books they adapted um a few of them to start is you the series on uh the series even though it was book yeah (laughs) it's a book and uh it's a book series and i think they do a really good job on the show having read the books and watched the show i like the show a lot more i liked the first book the best out of all the books i read because it follows closely with the with the storyline and then it kind of devolves after that but i like the direction they went with the show and i think it's much much better i do want to throw out there uh, also fight club which even chuck polinick in fight club was the reason i like chuck polinick but chuck polinick was even like they made my they made the movie so much better than my book like (laughs) and that's what you want you want the author you want it to come to life and be like, yeah, amazing. he's like, that's f-ing genius. Like, that's perfect. And well, like an, an author writer is very different, from, like a director. Mm-hmm. I want to take a moment to discuss Anne Rice and R.I.P. Anne Rice, who died recently. You know, I've talked about the Vampire Chronicles a lot. I think she wrote a lot of the screenplay for Interview with the Vampire, and it was a great movie they did so well on that i really enjoyed it did john green help write for when they did fall in our stars probably that was a good that was a good one yeah that that's was what one. i was thinking of that that i was gonna mention once peyton got finished was that was a really good adaptation because i remember like because I, I reread the book that it was a lot of things were almost There's a lot of like word for words word. yeah mm-hmm. exactly what was written in the book yeah um another one is hemlock grove i don't know if y'all have seen that one or read that one they have a show i think it's on netflix yeah it is i watched i don't know how many episodes and then i never finished it i finished <laughs> the first season which the first book i don't know if there's a book series or not but it's closely i think i think i like the show better than the book okay so for a few reasons, but I, I think Hemlock Gro- like the the show is more like kind of suspenseful and just like oh this is fun. Um, some shows I think were better than the books, and I haven't actually read all these books. Of course, but just like it's um an overall opinion of like, yeah a wide audience. Uh, the first one is Shadow and Bone. People have said that they enjoyed the show a lot more than the books. Yeah, and I think it's because like favorite characters from that world aren't really as much in those first three books that it's adapted from but you yeah. see them in the show and you see what they're up to in the show yeah so that one I feel like was done really well I have no intention of reading the 
books, but I will watch the show. Mm-hmm. Bridgerton is another one where people don't really care for that first book or mm-hmm. the series. Yeah. I love the show, too. And I thought about reading the book, but I was like, meh. Yeah. Even though I want to know what happens, I'm also just going to anticipate the second season. I just spoil myself. Like, there's a, there's a fine line you have to cross, like... Mm-hmm. On, okay, do I want to read the books or do I just want to get spoilers and figure it out and, you know. Yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) That's what I do, too. Um, Another one, Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Where I read the first, like, two books, did not care for them at all. The show, though, was my... The books are vastly different. They're They're very different. different. (laughs) I never watched the show, but I read the books. It's... Like, first season is the closest to the books. Mm-hmm. But reading the books, and spoiler alert, she gets, like, turned into a vampire so quick. Yeah. yeah. And on the show, it takes, like, four seasons or mm-hmm. something for it to happen, like, three or four seasons. And you're like, oh. Yeah. But, and, like, I think the relationships are very different in the mm-hmm. books. Yes. Like, di- different characters and everything. And um, they also did this on Pretty Little Liars, which I've read a lot of the books and I watched a lot of the show, but I feel mm-hmm. like they're two very different like entities. Entities, and they do something on a sh- on these shows like Vampire Diaries and Pretty Little Liars, where first off they humanize the characters and make them more likable. Yeah. Second off, they take a character who's in the books and put them on the screen, and people fall in love with them on the screen. Mm-hmm. And instead of them leaving or getting killed off, they end up with like massive storylines. Yeah. Also, uh, I do want to throw out there that things that I kind of wish would be not, I'm not going to jump to that yet, but I do want to mention since we discussed the Vampire Diaries that I kind of do wish that uh, another one of her, her uh, anthology series mm-hmm. of, you know, the Night World series would kind of get an adaption of some sort because I, let's just face it, I'm in love with Ash and I would marry Ash in a heartbeat. They so would, I would honestly do a lot of TV show with that because there's... It's like the anthology has three different books and about three different characters at the same time, but all mm-hmm. of them know each other. Yeah. Like, this is all one big thing, so they could have done a huge show with they that. They could have, and it could have been great, and I'd have loved me some Ash and Mary Lynette, because, I mean, I just love Ash and Mary Lynette. I think that would have been a good good one to do. The only thing that I still have on my list that I really just uh, wanted to discuss that I didn't get to earlier is uh, Pride and Prejudice, but I think, I don't think any of them out outshine like another one if that makes sense like i think with the mini series you're doing you're going as closely to the book as you can and then with the movie i mean the chemistry is just perfect and i love that so all of them have good at like i think both adaptations of pride and prejudice is really good okay bad adaptations Ooh, this one y'all buckled in you're ready to go. I think we know what the first one's going to be. Actually, I was going out of left field. You go ahead then. No, you go ahead. Okay. It come to me while we were talking and I was like, Death Note. Oh. The American Death Note. The, the movie. The movie. <laughs> I forgot that happened. Honestly, I did too because I think I've only seen it twice and then I kind of forget about it and then Sela and I will be talking about uh, like anime to live action adaptations and then she'll keep talking about that one mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh yeah, there was that. <laughs> See... It made me angry. I've read the an- or I've read the manga and I watched the anime and I've loved Death Note. Death Note's awesome. Josh loved it and we watched the movie together and he was f- pissed. The only good thing that ever came out of that show or movie was William Willem Dafoe playing Ryuk. Yeah, that's that was the only redeemable that's, thing. About that's the, the only thing, thing. Cela likes about that movie is that because <laughs> he plays a. 
amazing Ryuk, and I wish he could have. I wish they would have went in a different direction with how the movie was done because he was amazing in it. Yeah, he brought Ryuk to life. And if you don't, Caitlin is confused and doesn't know what we're talking about. So I I'm think just, it's because it was too American for us. Oh, it definitely. <laughs> well, it's not even that. Like it, they kind of they ruined the whole. F- thing like light is supposed to be a genius and l is a genius and they're bat- they're butting heads to see who's gonna win win in the end but to explain it to people that aren't total weebs like me and reba <laughs> ryuk is a shinigami which is a death god death demon death, death, death god death god and so like there are multiple death gods and they get to assign who dies at what time and how they die or whatever and they have notebooks they write down people's names and how they die with ryuk is a demon that just gets bored one day and says you know what it'll be interesting to watch a person have this power so he just drops a notebook into the world one day and waits for somebody to pick it up and you know write down names and lights the one that picks it up and he's like this is so much power i can do so much with this and so it make the world a better place yeah and he's like i can make a world the better and he's a genius like he's a literal genius and he's like well i can make the world a better place i'll kill off all the bad guys in the world well then he starts to devolve into the bad guy and it's really interesting but willem dafoe as ryuk let me just point it out there he done it perfectly creepy laugh creepy like way of doing things i wonder if you watched the <laughs> anyway. I, th- I bet you he did, <laughs> I bet he did which too. <laughs> i will say I-, I love willem dafoe anyway like anything he's in i'm like yes he also like the makeups department and stuff when what they did with the character was really good yeah it just it sucks that it had such a plot <laughs> in the american version two other live adaptations falling along that note of full metal alchemist and bleach bleach it kind of falls on me with death like a death note does for you is and that I, it was kind of okay. Like it followed like what the anime did mm-hmm. because I haven't read the manga for uh-huh. it. It was too sh- short. There was like only so much that happened that period of time. And I was like, this doesn't feel fleshed out fully plot wise. And see, Bleach is such a long. F- yeah. But also I couldn't watch Bleach. I watched like the first 10 minutes of it, the, the live adaptation and couldn't deal with it because Yaku Yakuchki is my anime boyfriend. <laughs> And, like, if you wanted, and the funny thing is, it's because he's basically f- Mr. Darcy, if Mr. Yeah, Darcy was is. a badass warrior. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, like, that is his character, and it, the actor didn't do him do- justice. So, I couldn't do it, because that's my, that's my anime boyfriend. I couldn't mm-hmm. do it. Well, my alchemist was okay. I haven't read the manga for it, or, like, fully watched the whole anime, mm-hmm. but, like, from what I've seen of it, it matched pretty well, so I liked that one. I, I wasn't into full metal alchemist. I'm sorry, other weebs out there. I bet I wasn't. So I never watched the live adaptation. All right, Caitlin. <laughs> We're done talking about anime. Hey. <laughs> I mean, we could go on a lot. We've read a lot we of manga that go. <laughs> I realize I got to listen to this two more times. Yes. That's why I stopped there. <laughs> well, we have uh, not so much Elephant in the Room, which is Twilight. <sighs> That's what I thought we were going first, but... <laughs> I was just going to skip over it. I've talked about I it way think, too much. <laughs> honestly, it wasn't bad when I watched it the first 20 times. <laughs> and then it just got worse from there. <laughs> and I got, I got taste, you know? Yeah. I developed, you know, a really acquired taste, of course. I'm so picky with what I I think out of all of the movies, though, to me, the best one would probably be Eclipse as far as matching the book. 
think that one's the closest. Yeah. It might be. Because it's more like, but it's more like. It's because I think it's more action centered. Yeah. Action packed. So they didn't have as much like, well, what are we supposed in? to do yeah. with this? Yeah. I just I understand some of the choices made and as far as what they kept and what they didn't. But I also don't understand. I've done this over this. And we've already talked about actors that were chosen. Yeah. And our opinion. There. And I feel like whenever they chose someone to act as a character, it's very subjective. People are into different things. Mm-hmm. Personally, I don't care for direction of most of those. No. And also, I do like comic books and stuff. And so I can see, like DC, for instance, you know, the whole DCU, they picked the best f- actors for the main characters they possibly yeah. could but they didn't have the plot there yeah they yeah no they they didn't yeah. they didn't ch- choose the perfect plot where as like because henry cavell and gal gadot are pretty good they're f-ing, do you know how excited i was when they were like oh we're coming out with a wonder woman and gal gadot's gonna be her do you remember the day no because i remember the day where were you we were in high school and i was like do you see this woman she is amazing and perfect and i love her already i haven't seen her act or anything but she is amazing and she is going to be the perfect wonder woman i was right but still but yeah they never picked the right villain to go up against so okay let's divergent i was wondering if i really enjoyed the first movie yeah Mm -hmm. second movie i remember watching the trailer and being like "Eh, we'll see how it goes i watched that movie and the whole time i'm like what the is going on yeah i've read all the books or i had it this time i was just like what's going on but just there's so much choices made and then whenever they let the trailer out for the first allegiant movie because they decided to split them up and then they Mm -hmm. never finished whatever Mm -hmm. they split them up because evidently that was a huge thing to do back in the day Mm -hmm. split up the finale book into two different movies yeah but the third movie i had absolutely no desire to see because i was like it doesn't look good it doesn't look like it follows the stuff also the third book's not favorite yeah and then they never ended up adapting the rest of it no because they lost so much money because it wasn't good yeah that that was the thing like i had only read divergent and i liked the first movie too and now without even reading the other two i was like the second one i was like there are bits and pieces i liked of it and i was like but as a whole i don't like this movie and that's one where i actually love like i can't think of a character that i was like i wish they were casted better well um Thor's mom, I was like, she looks way too young. Yeah, to yeah, she have. does. They always age up women after a certain point in Hollywood, though. But everyone else, like, in the first movie, that casting, I was like, great, amazing, groundbreaking. You know, I still love and appreciate the first book in the first movie. She loses her parents. It's really sad. The world's going to shit, and that's it. That's how the story ends. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that is how the story ends. Yeah, the, the scene at the end of the first movie with her and four on the train, like, yeah, we're leaving the city, blah, blah, blah. That scene kind of makes me want to cry sometimes. Okay, another one. We're going to keep going in like that era. Beautiful Creatures, how do we feel about that adaptation? Well, I really don't remember the differences between the two. There, there were major There were major ones. I mean, I remember, the only thing I remember from the movie is the, the whole like, she makes him forget thing and then like. I like that. Yeah, yeah. and then he happens to remember Kate, and I just remember you going off about that scene. That's <laughs> like. Well. That's the only thing I remember. They stole it from me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's why I said that. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's happened so many times. I'm like, they stole. I know that, they had that idea the same time I did, but they stole that from that me. That happened in Justice League. Seriously. Like, yeah. we sat down, like, before it was me and my friend Austin, and I was like, look, dude, do you know what would make this movie f- 
great is if they put Martian Manhunter in it. And we watched it and he wasn't in there. And I was like, you could do so much with that. Like, just, he would be a full, a cool f- character to bring in and it could be so awesome. Like, we have the technology now. It would be great. And then they f- put him in in like the director's cut or I, something. I like haven't the seen extended. the director's like, I'm like, quit stealing my f- ideas if you're not going to do it the first time. They steal my ideas and then don't do them justice. Yeah. Like, I have a title for a book series that I came up with, like, in high school. I'm not going to say what it is, but... um, It follows MCU, though. Yes. Marvel freaking stole it from me, and I got... I was like, oh my gosh, because it's like, it's really close. It's not exact, but it's really close. Mm -hmm. And my brother was like, no, those were comic books first. I'm like, no, I didn't know that. I came up with this title. And then like figuring out why it's that title is not as good as why it's mine. Yeah. I'm like, you're reasoning. I'm going to keep my title. Mm -hmm. And you can't sue me because it's different. Yeah. yeah so. uh, <laughs> also, mine's an actual me. book right now. Um, <laughs> but back to beautiful creatures. Yes. <laughs> the only thing that really stood out to me was I was like, okay, so Emmy Rossum plays Ridley. I didn't love that one, that casting. I didn't either. She's very different in my brain. Yes. But also, it was very like a mind f- to me because I'm like, why is f- Christine Daye <laughs> playing Ridley, you know, on screen. Like, because that's the only thing I'd seen her in was Phantom of the Opera yeah. at the time. Shameless had had not been a thought at that point in time. Yeah. Um, As it shouldn't have at that point in time. <laughs> <laughs> I had only known Emmy Rossum from, you know, the Phantom of the Opera. and Playing someone very, like, prim. And yeah. Music. Yeah. yeah. So it was like very different. And I was like, I don't know if I like this at all. Like at all. The only other thing I remember is how all of us complained about how terrible their southern accents were. Oh yeah, it was awful. Oh. It was so bad. It's any movie where they put on a southern accent. I know. Accent. It's yeah. it's such a stereotypical oh, this is what we think a southern accent sounds like. Yeah, and you know it's well, first off, let me throw it out there. Beautiful Creatures the movie was super B budget at the yeah. best. Yeah, it was. It was super B budget. And they made it because they were making other adaptations yeah. at the time, and no one saw it except us. I think. Well, you know, I um I talked to Autumn about the book and stuff, and she was like, "Oh, I love that so much. I watched the movie and I had to read it. So at least it got yeah. it got people into the book, which the book is way better, but." Those where I'm like, out of all the books, they adapted this one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it could have been done very well. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been awesome. It would have been a better show, honestly. Yeah. I think it yeah. would have been a way better show. If Netflix had adapted it, yeah. Yeah. I, um, on Instagram, I'm like, a bunch of book stuff comes up, and people have done stuff where it's like you're on Netflix, and it has like different book adaptations, yeah. and like episode titles and everything, and like screen caps and stuff, like the thumbnails, and I'm like, watch this right now. Right now, at this very moment. But I don't understand. I've never understood why they do such bad Southern accents. I was watching a compilation video of uh-huh. all of Tom Holland's accents. Uh-huh. And he's amazing. Yeah. Like, actually amazing. Uh-huh. For like a 25-year-old who's only been acting you know, the past like 10 years of his life. Mm-hmm. Which he accidentally slips into an American accent all the time. Yeah. People don't believe that he's English. But, like, he was doing, like, um, from different decades, like, how they talked in different places. Mm-hmm. His southern accent was really good, which I feel like a lot of English people are able to do with southern accents. Southern accent's easier for English people to do. Yes. Because all you have to do is slow down mm-hmm. how you're saying certain words yeah. and put your inflection in different places. It's not as hard as it would be a normal American accent. But it can be done well, like, justified. I think they do a really good job 
on Southern accents on the show Justified. Um, there's one guy, I swear, I swear to God, if it shocked me to my core that he was Australian because, and it wasn't just like the accent, it was like his entire personality and demeanor on the show was like your run of the mill meth head kind of acting like stupid. I wouldn't be surprised to see him in our town. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and I was shocked when I was like, he's Australian? But yeah. <laughs> So it can be done well, and it just wasn't done well in that adaptation. Yeah. Beastly, which is like super niche, I feel. Very. And I don't remember about either of the things. I asked. I was like, are we going to do Beastly on our podcast? And Caitlin went, I said, I said, don't make me read that. Don't make me read that. That is, yeah. I don't think it I, was bad. I just don't want to go back into it. I don't. I don't think I remember anything from the book. And the only thing I can remember from the movie is him changing into the ugly version of himself. Isn't like in the book he looks more like well it's a being the beast like it's a retelling, retelling of, yeah modernized uh huh but in the book isn't he more like beast looking yes yeah. Disney beast looking yeah and in the movie they just like deform his face yes yeah. I don't know which I, I mean don't think of that. It was good. I don't remember it, but I don't think it was good. But I mean, did they do that because they're like, look, it's going to look f-ing terrible if we try to make him look like probably. the beast? Yeah. And that's a, probably a lot more effort. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I wasn't mad at that. I think I enjoyed it when I was like 15. And we yeah, that. I liked it. But I don't know if I would enjoy it now. I'm going to have to watch it again and be mm-hmm. like, hmm. The only thing I always remember is the, the poem, Having a Coke With You, because I love that poem. One of um, my favorites. And then like same round and the same actor i am number four which i read the book remember absolutely nothing about it watch the movie remember very little about it i remember more of the movie and from what i remember of the movie versus the book that it is pretty different like it's not on par and then when i started reading the rest of the i am number four series like it just blew the rest of it out of the water because it was nothing like what was about to happen in the movie well i read i read i am number four in a whole day so i don't remember anything (laughs) that happened which i did that with the darkest mind but i liked the darkest minds better so it was like okay i like this one but i'm number four i have no memory of it whatsoever i liked it but i don't remember anything about it i'm a caitlin in this situation mm. darkest minds have not seen the movie i, I haven't have, seen the movie i've seen the movie. Movie. One made it was probably not good i've seen the movie and i haven't read the book i loved the book was I've awesome. Read it twice. I need to reread it because I actually don't remember anything. But I'm not like in the mindset to read that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know what about that book just feels a little bit heavy. Oh yeah, it was. Even yeah. the but movie I, I was. I read the second book. I think that's such. I think I didn't even know there was a second. But I think that I kind of wanted to do that one for the podcast. But you turned me down. She turns me down on like a. <laughs> yeah, I might be able to do that one. She turns me down on like half of the one ones. That I, was, I want to do. I'll do something that you want to do. Okay. Um, I just think like that one's a really one good one to do. But yeah, are we just gonna each person pick one for the next season, kind of thing? Rotate. <laughs> sure. Yeah. After we get through our core ones, which I think this next season is going to be our last core one that we had. Do we want to go there with Percy Jackson and the Olympians? No. Didn't read the. I didn't read the books. I read the read the books. Never have seen the movies. I've seen the movies. I read the books and seen the movies. How after? Okay, that's one where aging up did not benefit them. No, not at all. I'm like you can find good child actors, like you can, mm-hmm. and we know that now after watching like Stranger Things, which we should have known that then because. 
like stuff like the Goonies had been out. Yeah. yeah. Those are good actors. I don't know. That was one where the hair color kind of bothered me. Oh, with like Annabeth? Yes. Because whenever I read the books, I was like, yeah, they're supposed to be kids. Like yeah. they're 12 years old. Yeah. This. Uh, it, yeah, they're supposed to be little. And it makes sense because it's like a coming, you're growing up. Yeah. So it's like a coming of age story. Like Harry and, Potter, a coming of age story. Yeah. And they, Harry Potter had child actors. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> See, yeah, exactly. Had British kids come do really good American accents? No, there was, I mean, there could have been great American child actors. They just didn't do that because they wanted more sexual tension like they always do. I'm not there yet. Okay. They're trying to make stuff sexy. But I am really glad that they are planning on adapting it into a TV show, Disney Plus. Oh, that'll be awesome. I didn't know that. Yes. And Rick Riordan is like on board, like helping with it. Yeah. Because he hates the movies. He bitches about that. Yeah, he does hate it. I've seen stuff about him saying he hates the movies. I want to know, after all the complaints they got on the first movie, how in the world did they make a second movie? That brings me to the point of, I don't know. I don't know. Like, how did they have the money for that? You made me think of something. How much did the first movie make? (laughs) Probably look it up. I mean, if you hadn't read the books and you were like, because I read the book before I watched the movie and it was like, I'm pretty sure if you hadn't, it's one of the, it's like Twilight. If you hadn't read the book, it's okay. But when you read the book, you're like, man, this is way better. And I mean, I haven't watched the movie to see what kind of stuff they leave out. Just the casting alone, as much as, you know, I think Logan Lerman, he's a good actor and everything. Mm -hmm. I've liked other stuff that he's in. Um, Which eyes, girl? I can't think of her name. Alexandria Breckenridge? No. Brecken- no, that's that's the chick um, off American Horse. because her brother's in the Shadowhunter show. Okay. The f- Sandra? Yeah, no, it's Alexandra. Sandra. The first... Percy Jackson movie made $226.4 million at the box office. And then the second movie made $200 million at the box office. Who is seeing these? Uh-huh. Is that a lot of money? It's definitely like a lot of money. Well, the first one was how much again? About $230 million. $230, and then the other one was the, $2 million. This is on Wikipedia. Come on, you got a Jamie Friendship. The, like the budget. The budget? Well, stop talking and I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> we wish we had Jamie French on here. Come hang out with us, Jamie, if you watch this or listen to this. According to Wikipedia, the budget was $185 million and then the box office total was $430 million. So they made a profit. I made a good a good bit of profit. How? I don't watch the movies. It wasn't, I have no desire to. It wasn't bad. Like, the movies weren't bad, but they weren't good. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, they were okay, but if you hadn't read the books, they would be, they might be good. I also feel like whenever they came out was, like, not at the peak of movie adaptations, but, like, yeah. it was getting there, so people were still interested in, like, reading the book, going to see the movie, or vice versa. Because, like, there's a bunch later on that even we've already talked about where, like, it was kind of declining at that yeah. I do want to point out, you made me think of it. We were talking about really bad adaptations. Avatar The Last Airbender. It's We oh, should have known better. I, I was like, it's hilarious that, that? <laughs> that my dad, who knows absolutely zero about any of that, absolutely loves that movie. And I'm like, Dad. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> if you don't know, then you don't know. Well, if I don't like M. Night Shyamalan at all. I don't like any of his movies. And so, like, I was already as at, at the rap old age of, like, what, 13 when they come out? Was like, I don't know if this is going to be good. And so we watch it and I'm like, this f- 
sucks like why are they white somehow whitewashed and yet they're not i mean like i don't know it is it was awful and they're redoing it and i'm just kind of scared but it's netflix doing it so there is a chance but wait how did you how do you say his name again not the avatar i'm not Shyamalan. am i saying it wrong no not him the the kid in the show are you talking about the actual the actor yeah the character ang Okay, I couldn't remember which way you pronounced it because they pronounce it wrong in that movie. Oh, yes. How do you pronounce things wrong in a movie they, that's adapted from a cartoon? Yeah, they pronounced it wrong the entire movie. It was wrong. Yeah. The entire time. And then my dad is watching it because he likes the movie and I'm sitting there going, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. You're saying it wrong. Don't you hate it when you're in the same room as a bad movie and you can't look away? Yeah. That happened recently with a Christmas movie and I was like, Mother, I would have turned this off five minutes in. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. She watched the whole damn thing and all I wanted to do was read, but I couldn't because whenever I was reading, I was listening to the movie and I did not want to hear that trash. It was like my mom made me and my grandma watch When a Man Loves a Woman. I was pissed the whole time. Because the woman's an alcoholic and the man does nothing wrong but love her. And she's like abused the children and like it's just a sh- person and he's just like, but I love her. And I'm like, no, this isn't okay, mom. Like, quit showing me this. Oh, big qualm. Big qualm. You ready? Ready. The whole f- Shadow Hunter adaptation trash show. Yeah. Like, all of it. They decided to do a movie in, like, the height of the adaptation. It wasn't good. It was, like, C-budget. I didn't love the casting. I don't even remember the movie. I they, watched it and don't remember it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I own it and I don't remember in it. In both adaptations, the movie and the show, the big reveal, they completely ruined. Because mm-hmm. in the movie, they reveal everything. Like, the, the big secret that is supposed to make you really uncomfy for the rest of the series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they tell you that at the end of the movie. And then it's like, yeah. no. And I remember sitting in the theater being like, what the heck? Why would you do that? Like, now everyone in this room knows the secret. They're not supposed to know. Only I'm supposed to know. We made some people on a bus very uncomfortable (laughs) one time. Reading aloud a scene that happened in the context. We didn't act it out necessarily. We were reading it dramatically. We were reading it very dramatically. And it's not uh, okay. It it is, but they know better. Yeah. But the movie completely ruined it. And I didn't like other parts of the movie either. I didn't love the casting. Um, No offense to the actors, but like the one who's Jace is not my Jace. Yeah, he doesn't. Like he's too scrawny. That's what I was thinking. Like he is not a Jace that is, I don't know. And then. Um, they announced that they were going to instead of doing the City of Ashes the second movie they were like scrap that we don't have a budget for it we didn't make enough money mm-hmm. and then later on I was in college at this point they said oh we're going to do a TV show and I was like fuck yeah a TV show because it's such like this, it's such an extensive universe mm-hmm. where like I felt like it, that would be a better format but then they announced what network it's going to be on Freeform aka ABC Family we're pretty little liars wise. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be trash. Yeah. And I watched the first episode and I don't hate it. But I'm also like, and I do like some of the actors they pick. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. And I like some of the stuff they did on the show. But some of it, I was like, oh. yeah. And then the big reveal, they did something really weird with it that has to do with like Jace's dad and whatever, like, like shape shifting it and Isabel was like a hoe sleeping with fairies and I was like that's not who she is. I love Simon in both of the adaptations putting that out there. But, but Simon's an easy character to adapt. Yes, exactly. He's super likable and everything. 
thing. I liked Alec in the TV show. I liked him and Magnus in the TV show. But Jason Clary, which are not my favorite people in this series at all, either way. Mm-hmm. I was still like, Clary was very annoying on the TV show, which I feel like was a good move. The movie Clary, I was like, what f- bridge did they go under to find these people because they all look like addicts like i mean they were all like scrawny and pale and like face caved in and like weird looking but i feel like that is a series where it would not be hard to adapt well it wouldn't Mm -mm. they did not make good decisions at their time and i mean we discussed it earlier where these books are character driven yeah. not as opposed to plot driven so there's is so many things you could change but you can't change the f- characters you've got to make them perfect i'm not faulting that on the actors because i feel like for the most part they do okay yeah like and then because the show sucks so much and it was on freeform i know they're not going to do the other series and I know that the first season may follow City of Bones, but I know the rest of the series will not follow the books. Mm-hmm. If they could do it right, respect. I thought of one, but I don't know how how you guys think of it. The host. I remember absolutely nothing about the book or the movie. Max Irons is hot. Yeah. <laughs> she remembers that part. It wasn't too bad. Like, from what I remember, it wasn't too bad of an adaption, but the movie was just kind of boring. Yeah, I, I think it was yeah, I feel the in same. the book and the movie, so I think yeah. that's sentimental. I just remember the book being really hard to get through. Like, I finished it, but it was really hard to get through. And, like, I like the movie, and there are really good parts of it, but there is a chunk of it that's really boring. That's one of those where, like, they had decent people. They yeah. have Cersei. Yeah, that's a great Sersha cast. Sersha. I was like, she's amazing. I think, okay, the problem with her name, let me just throw it out there. <laughs> I overthink it. <laughs> Like, I'm like... I've heard her say it way too many times. Yeah. Sersha. I know it's Sersha, but, like, I'll say it, like, I'll think that, and then I'm like, no, 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 it's something else, isn't it? It's Sersha. But, yes, she was the main... She was... The, that was, like, what... It had to be, like, her first movie or so. It's one of the first. I'll go look up her, her career. They were like, well, what is her name? Yeah, we Sersha. said Say- Sayoris for the longest time. Yeah, because we were like, what, what, what is that? Um, I know how to spell it. Don't know if I can say it, but I know how to spell it. Yeah. It's one of those dang Irish names, like Caitlin or... It's beautiful. It's one of those dang Irish names like Caitlin or no, Peyton. Her first, her she was in the Lovely Bones. Remember that was way before the <gasps> yes, host. Yes, that was, was her first, first one. Okay, so she was in the Lovely Bones and then she did the host. That's right. I thought the Lovely Bones came after the host. No, because she was older in the host. First, she was in. She, I think she was in some things before the Lovely Bones. But her first, like, but that was her ma- her first main was role was the Lovely Bones, and that was in yeah. two thousand nine. Yeah. And then she like did the host and. She was a good. She was a good actress in the host. Like she did well for the characters, Wanda and what the f- was the other girl's name that was the same body. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even know what the plot is right now, or who any of the characters are. I right, remember d- the plot. If you don't know what the host is, it's Stephanie Meyer's it, first it's, book. It's, an, it's another book by Stephanie Meyer. It's yes. Stephanie Meyer's first and only other book. Despite it's her only other book that's not Twilight. Yeah, um, because it's not related to Twilight. <laughs> she keeps milking that cow until yeah the host two's gonna come out jk i'm gonna rewrite twilight five, five times and now oh oh and then you know we're getting that other little series I, i'm 
pissed. Don't bring it up. As someone who read a lot of Twilight fan fiction back in the day, I'm good. She has plenty of other people at her feet willing to do the work. She can move on. Yeah, I know, right? It's okay. As a writer, I have too many stories in my head to stay in the same world for 20 years. She just wants that money. Like, this is nothing more than a cash grab. That's what I said about Midnight Sun, and I'm going to say it about this. The Twilight story has been rewritten at least three or four times. By her. Yeah, by her. And then she's going to go on and do this sequel series of Renez Squatch. We need sequel series in most worlds. We don't need them. Mm -hmm. As someone who loves some sequel series, we don't need need them. them. They're not needed. I think if they have been, like, planned before. Yeah. Like, for example, the Shadowhunter universe, she Mm -hmm. had planned five series, and two of the series are sequel series. Yeah. Like, that was planned ahead, and she, like, she knew crumbs throughout. It's a lot of planning. It's not. Yeah, it's wild. (laughs) It's not like 25 years later, and you get this bull of Rasasquatch and Jacob and (laughs) Rasasquatch is six years old. As someone who read some Renesmee fan fiction back in the day, we don't need it. (laughs) We don't need a six-year-old with an 18-year-old body in love with... How old would he be? Six years later, he was like, what? Only six years have gone by? Yes! 20. Yes! Gosh. She's six years old, but I it's love okay. I an romance, but not like that. <laughs> but it's okay, because she's got the body and mind of an 18-year-old. No, she's still f***ing six years okay, old. Hey, Stephanie. Yeah, it's she's going to okay. school. Going to school with her parents. With mom and dad. <laughs> Is that what's going to happen? That's, yes. That's, a, that's part that's of it. That's fiction I've read. <laughs> yeah. They, they... And wrote. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, th- there was a, like, Why a little are snippet. Why still going to school? Who the f*** knows? Uh, I don't know. They have, they're at the age and i'm like why do we keep redoing this but okay i don't know the series i've written where like it's um an semi-immortal being or someone who has lived a really, very long time and looks 18 years old he he hasn't gone to high school repetitively the whole time no but he has made the choice to do it multiple times because he wants to get out of the f- house and yeah he's like i want to go somewhere where and he likes to learn from other humans uh-huh so he's like i want to learn like high school like, see i think that's like half of the family thinks that way and then the other half is like why are we doing this why are, why We've gotten into twilight we had a whole season <laughs> about it i'm sorry but stephanie meyer does this to us and it makes us mad but anyway back to the host that's what talking about so the host is her first book and it was about an alien yeah it's an alien like and these aliens have to have people host host like their host they're parasitic concepts yeah it's really interesting it's very interesting it was uh, actually decent like i liked the book and i liked extremely boring parts though there were i think i read it i don't know when i'll have to look it up on good the person that the alien has taken over is in love with one person and then the alien and then the alien falls in love with another guy so it's like love triangle but also a love square (laughs) but i liked that i liked that it was different and then she did twilight for probably going to be the next 40 so years and she could have made another host book i would have been cool with that she's supposed to it's still like on her stuff that she'll make it but she lies that's yeah that's some bull wait what's the chemist oh yeah i forgot about that book i haven't read it i don't know what it's about oh so that must have come out after twilight it did yeah i'm sorry it has horrible ratings but she's got two different books that are not twilight but i liked the host yeah the host was good and and the adapt adaption was a the adaption wasn't bad either. They had a good cast. They had a good cast, and it w- it was okay. I mean, with both the book and the movie, I was like, okay, this is kind of getting boring, you know. I mean, there's only so much you could do when this is supposed to kind of be like a 
I mean, you're underground. Yeah, you're underground in the desert for like. That's why I didn't like inti- it. And the entirety of the story, pretty much. Yeah, it's like a bottle episode kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, they only go out to raid places to get food. Okay. Sorry, I need to talk into the microphone. Ones that we want to see adapted. One Peyton's already mentioned. What did I mention? The Night World series. <laughs> the Night World series would be good. Um, I think I would like to see the Shiver series adapted. I'm not in that boat. You're not in that boat? I'm not in that boat. I think it would be really boring. You think so? There's not enough that happens. I mean, you could combine some. I was going to say, if there was only like one season of Shiver I, and like based on all three of the books, I think they could do it. They yeah. literally just lay in bed altar in the first one. Yeah. Which pr- cool, but. Well, I mean, that's kind of like, well, I mean, they do move around some and there is plot at the end, but that is kind of like Twilight to go back to that. It's a whole falling in love part of the story, Mm -hmm. which I mean, yeah, that is kind of boring in a way, but. But you could add stuff to it to make it more interesting. You could, and you can have like more of the wolves and stuff. The thing about um, some books, whenever they're written like first person Mm -hmm. and even like Jewel. First person. You don't see the whole world. Yeah. You don't see from all these other characters. And I think. So they could do that. I think it would be good if they could do that and make it really... But you know what they would do? Maybe I'll get into it. They would make it too sexy. Probably. Yeah. be like, sex, 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 sex. Because that's what they do. Yeah. They make everything way too damn sexy. And I'm like, as someone who loves, you know, sexual tension and everything, mm-hmm. we don't have to do that. Make it cute. Yeah. Make it a little, like, domestic. Yeah. Like, there was um, the selection books were supposed to be adapted years ago. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. You don't know, that's like a dystopian space, basically, The Bachelor. The first script they had, I think, was pretty normal, and they reworked it and made it so damn, like, just sex. Everyone was having sex in it. Mm-hmm. It was going to be on the CW, and that was huge in the CW. Yeah. Because they had, like, the vampire dinners. And I, I followed the author, and she was like, yeah. And then it didn't get made, and she was like, thank God. Like, I think they made the pilot, but it was trash. Yeah. And so I think they were remaking it, but they just were making it too damn sexy. The only the only uh, adaptation that I wasn't upset about that with was Brave New World. Because it's, like, I couldn't watch it with my parents or anything. It's a good series. Brave New World, like, the whole point is that everybody's, like, nihilistic. So, like, there's orgies all the time and stuff like that. So them showing them, it yeah. doesn't upset me as much like if it's necessary or like if it was in the book is yeah. one thing but it wasn't but see they mention it but it wasn't really in the book in the book does that make sense that was another one of my qualms with the divergent movies i think the second one was the biggest one because like one of the big things is i don't know if they ever have sex in the series like i don't know if her and four ever do it they have sex in the second movie and i'm like i what? forgot about that I'm taking a scroll through my Goodreads to remind myself. Uh, yeah, I think Shiver would be a little bit boring. Maybe. I think they could do it, though. They could do it, but it would be a beautiful Yeah, we think in show or movie. I'm thinking movie. Or, no, show. I'm thinking show. I prefer shows over movies. We know this. Obviously. For, when it comes to adaptations, I prefer shows over movies. Yeah. There's just so much more room to work. Mm -hmm. And this was another talking point that I was going to do. Movies versus TV shows versus a miniseries. Mm -hmm. Where I like the room to work with a TV show, but I don't like the fact that going to No Man's Land. Yeah. Whereas miniseries, you're like, this is what we're doing. You have this material to work with. Mm -hmm. If it's a three book series, make it a three season show. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping they do with like The Shadow and Bone, where they make the first three seasons, like the first three books. 
But then because there is a spinoff series, they could have four and five or even call it something different for the Six of Crows books. Mm-hmm. There's a really vast world. Yeah. But there's different storylines that they could do. But they could mm-hmm. be like, we're only doing three book or three seasons. The only reason I think you should add to is maybe if the writer's like, oh, by the way, I had this idea, but I never got to it. And if you wanted to add another season. It helps the story make sense. Yeah. I know that happens a lot. And the writer's like, whoa, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Good job. I read a lot of uh, Sarah J. Mass books, as we all know, because all I talk about is A Court of Thorns and Roses. (laughs) That's being adapted into a show. Like, for sure. Mm -hmm. Quote, unquote, for sure. I think... Maybe on Hulu. I'm not sure. I'm terrified of it mm-hmm. being adapted. With Hulu, it could go either way. Yeah. I'm absolutely terrified. But originally, they were supposed to adapt her Throne of Glass series, which I think would be a better show because there, there's more plot and action. Yeah. The Throne of Glass series. Like, especially the first one, like the first Throne of Glass book, she's in this competition to become the king's assassin. Yeah. Like, so there's different trials she has to go through. In the first Akatar book, she gets kidnapped by this guy. It's a Beauty and the Beast retelling. And, you know, it's just about her, like, learning how to survive in that situation and then them falling in love. And it doesn't really pick up till the end. Mm-hmm. I think it could make an okay show. And that's one of those where you can see more of the world and mm-hmm. everything. And you could even... Even, like, see the characters from the second book, which is my personal favorite. Yeah. I, I'm terrified of it. And if the trailer comes out and it looks bad, I'm not going to watch it. There's no way. I understand. I don't want them to ruin something I love. Okay. I've got a couple that I think should be shows and then thoughts about ones that could be movies. You haven't read either of these series, so this is just going to kind of be off the wall. But one of them is called the Jazz Park series, which is basically based on vampires, or at least the, one of the main characters is vampire. There's a bunch other supernatural characters involved. But essentially, she's our age and works for like the FBI slash CIA and has a partner that's a vampire. He's like one of the oldest and they go around solving cases is the basis of the entire thing. Like there's a lot of like terrorism and stuff involved in the first book because I started rereading it and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this stuff happened. But there's a little bit of romance mixed into that. So I think that would have been like there's I think eight books. I think that would have been like a really good TV show adaptation. It was really sad though because the author died before she could finish writing the rest of the series. And I was like, this sucks because I really like this series. And then another one is called, I think the series like itself is called The Naturals. I think the first book is also called that too where also along the same line as true crime are these kids who they're not necessarily powers I don't think but they have like are a lot better at certain things than like other people say with like numbers or things like that or observations or reading people like body language and stuff and so like they have this division that the FBI have taken these kids on to help solve cases and I think that would have been an interesting TV show adaptation too and then as far as movies goes I think the rest of John Green's book should be adapted into movies movies <laughs> all of them yes i've only read two books yeah i've read i've read all of the the ones i think i've read all of john green's books that fall in the same of like a paper towns fault in our stars the ones that follow that the only show i haven't watched that's associated with adaptation is looking for alaska and i watched the first episode and then made myself stop because it was at a time where if i watched it i wouldn't do anything else <laughs> so i had to like not watch it <laughs> and now it's been like a year or two since it came out and i still haven't finished it i was just looking through my goodreads because 
because I've read so many books this year to see if I would want any of these adapted. Because I was like, eh, nothing I've read recently. Okay, From Blood and Ash, maybe, be adapted. Because it's like fantasy and everything. That might be cool. And then another one that I think would make a f***ing cute movie is uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue. I could see that as a movie. I haven't read that book, but I kind of know what it's about. I've got, a, there, I've got some others that I, I just kept it short based off what I've read. Yeah, I know. I keep going through my Goodreads and I'm like, ooh, that one. Ooh, I know. that one. Ooh, that one. Little Women was a good adaptation. I still I've, haven't seen it. The newest movie. The only problem I have is that the one that got to play Amy was too old to play Amy as a kid. She was a good actress and everybody loves her and I think she won an award for it, but I just, knowing that she's supposed to be 12 years old and knowing that that's obviously a 25-year-old woman is very difficult for me. <laughs> I mean, the only other one that's like sticks out to me that's a large series is the Morganville Vampire series, which they did record and like put out many episodes based on the first book on YouTube, but they got, I think, eight episodes in and then stopped. I hate it when that happens. And I was like, this is, I mean, it's not the greatest, but it's a pretty decent attempt at, you know, doing it, and then they never made any more, and I was like, this is sad. I think... In general, there needs to be more book to screen adaptations. Mm-hmm. They need to be done better. I don't know why so many people won't take creative liberties when they're not needed. I, like the source material is there. Yeah, um, I yeah consult the writer. Like, yeah. you know what else I'm terrified of? What a good movie, which. I guess it's a book to musical to movie adaptation. I know nothing about the book. I'm absolutely terrified of the movie. <laughs> that makes me think of the bow, the bad musical to movie adaptation that everyone hated. Cats. Oh, I could talk about the musical <laughs> to the poem to memories. I think before ending that we should just say that um, this is only a small amount of adaptations we're talking about. Yes. There's like other ones out there that we probably know of but just didn't mention. I, know, yeah. I thought of one but I was like eh, I've talked about this on here before. Because like I can scroll through my Goodreads and pick out some that we didn't talk about so like there's like book to movie like manga to anime like there's a bunch of or like comic to movie or comic to TV show like there's so many other adaptations out there that we didn't mention this this is yeah. just a handful of them. Yeah. And I know for I real. just said, I think there needs to be more, but I'm also content with some books to stay in books. I'm just tired. The only thing is, I'm just tired of them remaking the same over and over yes. and over again. So find, read you a good book and be like, hey, I want to see this as a movie. I want to see this as a show. Because there's too many. F- movies out there that are being remade and i'm like why i have one question before we we end which streaming service do you think is the best at doing adaptations netflix yeah that was my yeah (laughs) okay netflix (laughs) netflix obviously netflix i have i can't think of a show that i watched on netflix where i'm like this was poorly done i don't know because the only thing like with hulu originals is like the only like book that i've read that has become like a hulu original is the handmaid's tale and i didn't like the handmaid's tale so So you're looking for a Alaska has, but I haven't finished watching it, so I can't tell you. I think Netflix has a bigger budget. (laughs) They do. They do. And they have more leadway in things. Back to when, like, things were just being adapted either to, like, movie big screen or, like, network television. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You couldn't be as risky with something. That, well, that's very well, much Netflix, true. you can. <laughs> yeah. Have your warning out there and let people know this is what you're about to watch. And also timing-wise, like... Yes, you don't have to be constrained to 40 minutes yeah. of a show mm-hmm. or um, an hour, 30, whatever, two hours for a movie. Like, you can have a 8 to 10 episode series where each episode's an hour long. Yeah. yeah. And that really helps. And that's why we're getting so many good Netflix shows. You don't have the, like, time constraints of a network TV show, but you don't have 
But you're getting like a movie budget. Yeah. For a time constraint thing. And I think that's a great thing to have. And so that's why we're getting so many good shows. The only thing that sucks about Netflix is them canceling good ones and not making a second season. That's all I've got. It's all I've got to say so that this isn't three hours long. Do we want to announce? Yes! So, and it's a book we talked about. And we did talk about it today. <laughs> we mentioned that things would get a little witchy, I think. And, and, and a little Southern. A little Southern. And um, we are going to read first book in the Beautiful, Beautiful Creatures series. No one has read. Ooh. So we're probably going to do it more similar to like Shiver where we're talking mm-hmm. pretty much in detail about it. Yes. It's a different area though from Shiver, I feel. Yeah. There is a whole world and uh-huh. everything. I've read the first three books of the series. I remember absolutely nothing about really any of them. I read the first book, bought the second one, never read it. I can't remember. I think I read the first two and started the third. I might have finished it. I don't I don't think so because I don't remember how it ends. It's, you I, know, someone moves in, girl moves into town. Mysterious girl. Mysterious girl moves into town. Boy's like, ooh, who is she? Yeah. That's the one thing I like about this series is that it's from a guy's point of view. Yeah, it's from the yeah. guy's perspective. And, and I really, really, like, I'm not that annoyed by him. No. no he's a- her. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but everyone will be able to figure out my favorite character very quick. It's never hard with you. <laughs> I, I, like, open up, up a book and I'm like, her. She's my favorite. Even whenever I was little, I was mm-hmm. like, it was always, like, the blonde girl and everything where I was mm-hmm. like, her. She's my favorite. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm a little reluctant just because every time I think about reading this book, even the other two times I've read it, I've been like, I guess I gotta read Beautiful Creatures now. <laughs> then I start reading them like, this isn't so bad. I really like it. The first book was good. I find the aesthetic very, like, haunting. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure. We're gonna have to look into it more, but it's got two writers on it, so it's gonna be interesting yeah. to see what name we scream the most when we're upset with something. <laughs> Make it a hyphen n- it, last uh, name. Tammy, Garcia, and Margaret Stoll. I think so, yes. Got another Maggie. Both are, both. I know Cami Garcia is like pretty still popular, but I don't know about Margaret. I haven't seen it. So we're excited. Um, we get to, t- we definitely can relate Ooh. more to these characters. Yeah, that was, a, that was a, yeah, that was a low budget movie. Oof. I told you. It was 50 to 60 million. That's, that's cheap. That's cheap for change. a movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's Cami Garcia and Margaret Stoll. I thought so, but I wasn't for sure. But no, nothing else. I'm just excited. We can relate more to the area and to the people, and we don't have to, like, pretend not to have a Southern accent, even though we're still going to talk in a Southern accent. We'll be reading quotes real Southern. And we'll we'll add to our Southern accent, which mine is pretty bad compared to the other two. of the South. They are. Not very far. Uh, Pretty far. Sorry. She moves from Georgia. There is a character named Macon. Yeah. That always reminds me of Macon, Georgia. (laughs) Oh, that sweet Macon crank. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. The host is... Go take some medicine.